What's up, everybody? We hope that you are feeling alive like Ms. Beats. I'm Josiah Keneally. And I'm Micah Keneally. And we are here in the studio today where we want to welcome you to Young Adults Today podcast, where we talk about reaching young adults in our world today. So today we have Pastor Matt Martinez, and a lot of you will be able to relate to him, um, not only because he's a pastor, obviously, but because he is doing two things. Um, we know that next gen is kind of this next new big hot topic, which means youth ministry kind of tied in with young adults under the same umbrella as a pastor within your community. And you are at Oak Hills Church. Yes. And um, he's been just a great friend and he's just been an awesome prayer warrior behind the scenes. We've had a couple of us who are on site and on this team together. So Matt, you've been with us since the beginning. Yeah. We, we prayed for you, we prayed you in, um, just to kind of help get this information and yes. be a resource to you as the listener, um, from podcasts to hearing um, our epic fails or maybe some, some high triumphs or just encouraging pastors to see a need and meet that need. And primarily it's in young adults. So Pastor Matt, we're so glad that you're here. We're glad that you yeah. are on board, that you're one of our core team members and yeah. you're willing and able to sit with us today, but also join us and join everybody online watching or listening as we speak right now. So um, I just want to thank you so much for spending some time with us. So this yeah. is going to be fun. It's great to be here. You guys were some of the reason that I really got started in young adult ministry when I was kind of out on my own, kind of called up Josiah and Micah, <laughs> and they were there for me when I needed them. So I appreciate doing this and, and working with you and building something together. So It is so fun to see yep. um, your young adult ministry start, launch, go to the next level, blossom, and we're really excited. But first, Matt, we're going to dive into next-gen ministry. Sure. Mm -hmm. You're at Oak Hills Church. You yeah. oversee North Student Ministries, yeah. as well as, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oak Hills oh, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you... Minnesotan of us. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure, you betcha. Yeah. <laughs> but can you give us an overview of Oak Hills Church, North Student Ministries, and oh, yeah. Oak Hills Young Adults. Yeah, sure. Uh, Oak Hills Church was started a little over, uh, almost 30 years ago now, and uh, really a focus on the unchurched and speaking yeah. and connecting to the unchurched and, and trying to do our best uh, with that. And so uh, that really, that kind of vision from the top goes all the way through from our youth ministry and up through young adults. And so w I was hired on initially at Oak Hills to take over youth and then soon after young adults and to kind of follow those kids mm -hmm. through the transition. Yeah. And yep. uh, because as you know, a lot of those kids after youth, you hear those stats and they, they hurt a little bit. Right. Of, of they go to college and, and they drop off and uh, they leave church or maybe leave the faith or um, really struggle to, to come back. And mm -hmm. so, uh, you feel that, and you you want to keep those kids connected, even if it's not in your ministry; it's a ministry um, wherever they find their, you know, wherever they're they're going next. So so good. That's so good. So along with that, balancing and prioritizing is also what we're talking about today. And we know that can be a struggle for any and all of us, no matter what role that we have, whatever God's asked us to steward. So what is it like overseeing um, both ministries, obviously a young adult ministry and a youth ministry? And how do you balance and prioritize those responsibilities, um, seeing those young adults um, or students grow into young adults and help them connect. You know what I mean? How do you, 
How would you describe your ability to balance or yeah, <laughs> navigate? Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's a good question. I, I guess it's always something that I'm trying to, to figure out and mm-hmm. trying and, and working with, and it's a give and take. I, I try to, uh, maybe at the outset, try to look at it as just one ministry. And again, these are people on a journey, and so mm-hmm. they're going to come in, whether they come in at sixth grade and just stay with me all the way through and and maybe leave when they're 30 or move on to the next things in their 20s or whatever. I try to look at that more as, as, a, as a process of just a person all the way through. Now, again, of course, there's not, you know, a 12-year-old is very different than a, a 22-year-old. And so, of course, that uh, has its own dynamics, and that's why we don't uh, keep them all together. There's different uh, different ministries and different nights for those things, different groups and all of that. And so... Uh, Really what I try to do is try to keep the, the one, the leadership teams different. I try to not uh, take from youth ministry team leaders and, and put them into young adult ministry leaders. I don't want that. I try to even keep some of those youth leaders out of the young adult ministry. Not uh, If they want to, of course, they can, they can be a part of it. But I try to keep that separate so that, one, the leaders feel uh, not like they're being over overworked or overtaxed, but yeah. also that they just feel like... Uh, they can mm-hmm. they can minister well to the people that they're called to now of course um, again we always want them to be part of whatever they feel like so we invite that in them into that but uh, then just trying to balance out uh, anything else just really keeping uh, allowing the Lord to just speak in into each one mm-hmm. into each group and so just praying specifically for each each ministry and the Lord really gives you a lot of grace for those moments and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's what, that's what I got for you so far. <laughs> if you will, go there for a minute and yeah. just describe um, the different programs. Or sure. Oh, talk, yeah, ab- sure. talk about youth, what does that look like, or student sure. ministry, mm-hmm. and then young adults. What do they look like? Sure. Uh, well, they very different, uh, especially in regards to uh, just weekly, weekly things going on. And so... For youth, we have a youth service, and yep. so these this is pretty classic where we're having worship and preaching and and, and group time and, and connection. And young adults looks a lot different mm-hmm. for us. We have uh, a number of small groups. A yeah. lot of these fit into stage of life, and so and then quarterly events for young adults. And so while uh, it's still ministry happening, community happening, we try to keep those separate, and that seems to work pretty well, mm-hmm. especially with. Uh, young adults, they're very collaborative. They want a piece of the action, especially they want to say in it. They want to be a part of what's going mm-hmm. on. And so allowing the ministry to be uh, formed a little bit to what they're thinking about and what they want to do mm-hmm. as opposed to youth maybe directing a little bit more of that and coming, coming alongside and trying to disciple them and teach them. And then these young adults allowing them to lead a little bit, allowing them mm-hmm. to form maybe a group that they want, uh, mm-hmm. that they need, maybe being a part of an event. So that's really how we, maybe a little bit of a good look at how we separate those two. So helpful. Yeah. 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 That's so good. So you talked a little bit about building teams and not wanting to yeah. overwork some, yeah. you know, like the hybrid of both, you yes, know, as volunteers yes, yes. or participants, yeah. um, and just discovering who they are and just developing their own skills of maybe leading a life group as a young adult or seeing like we want to do this what do you think pastor matt yeah so how do you how do you um build the team as well as having them develop as 
leaders as they, themselves leading the ministry because essentially that's what every pastor wants. We want the ministry not to lead itself, but to have those people, those students, those young adults rally around, yeah. first and foremost, the heartbeat of Christ, yes. and then the yes. vision of the lead pastor in the church, yeah. and, and then us, you know, as the, maybe the next tier down. How would you describe your approach in developing those young adult leaders who want a piece of the action? Yeah, that's great. Um, great question. One of the, the first and foremost thing is that is really what you started with is that the ministry is not about me. It's not mm -hmm. about a bit about the Oak Hills Church, but mainly it's about the Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and the work yeah. that he's done and people finding that and stepping into a relationship with Jesus. That's what it's about. And so as much as I can center around that and get behind that, giving people an experience with Christ, mm -hmm. that's that's where I start. And it would just be such a sad thing to me as if I were to step away from a ministry and it would just fall apart. That would mm -hmm. be really tough for me. And so I want, uh, my goal is to then get a lot of people as a part of the action and right. being a part. Right. So the great thing about this is that you, you can get a team together and each person has their place. I think that's what I, I look for whenever people want a part of the action, I really ask, okay, where's their place? Not as much of a yes or no, you can't be, you're trying to judge whether they have good leadership qualities. They, they, they're they a person and they, they have right. skills and, and so their place is somewhere in this ministry. And so as a leader trying to discover that and find that and bring out those skills and bring out their, their passions and mm -hmm. how they can help others connect with Christ, that uh, that gets me excited to see that. And so what I really do is just spend time getting to know people. I spend a lot of time listening and, uh, and allowing people to just speak into it, all the while uh, just listening to the Lord and trying to so listen good. listen to as the Lord speaks and, and, and maybe what the Lord's certain things have placed on my heart and then all of a sudden people coming alongside saying, what about this, what about this? We should maybe do this event or this and, and, and kind of try to partner those things together uh, is really important. Uh, beyond that, just just taking time with, mm -hmm. with leaders, of course, to develop and, and to speak into their lives and each person is different. So that's, that's always a leadership challenge of trying to lead an entire group of people, but yeah. then uh, also, they, they just respond differently, they have different roles, they have different capacities. Mm -hmm. And so again, remembering that each person has a place and, and their contribution to the team creates a very authentic and real team. And so bringing people on that uh, maybe intimidate you a little bit, that are really smart, that challenge you, mm -hmm. uh, all of a sudden when, when you're, you're wrestling with some of those hard questions, working with some of these really smart people and, and you feel maybe the most ill-equipped in the room, that's where it feels great because then you're maybe in a good place where the ministry can become so much more and can reach so many more people in the perspective right. mm -hmm. of how, how, how we view uh, ministry and how we view God changes and shifts and transforms into, in incredible ways. So, love it. I love what you just said about, and really what I see in you is a secure, mature leader who it's not all about you, it's about Jesus and you're mm -hmm. open to whoever wants to be a part of this narrative, this story, let's do this together. And I so appreciate that um, about you. And one of the other things that's off script for a second, but we spend quite a bit of time together and I do know one of the things you said about young adults, you know what the ministry is doing for like the next several months or even yeah. the next several 
seasons and I think that can be a challenge for new leaders especially or leaders in a role like mm -hmm. yours where yep. you've got a weekly youth service yep. that Wednesday's coming yep. every week how do you have a priority or an emphasis on we're gonna brainstorm we're gonna create a calendar and we're gonna have direction far into the future yeah, well, a lot of times we, we set aside time, and so we have specific seasons where we know that maybe it's a little bit slower in the season. Maybe for, for Minnesota, it's if summer where people go home, school yeah. is done, mm -hmm. and so all of a sudden that season slows down a little bit. And so what I try to do as a leader is try to get uh, the leadership team together and say, okay, this is our time now to start thinking about the next year. Good. And, and saying, okay, what, what is God, uh, here's some things that God is laying on my heart and, and the direction, and so what do you guys think about that? What are you guys dreaming about? And so a lot of that, those teams like that, I spend a lot of time praying about who should be mm. on that team and who should so be dreaming good. about and, 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 and with me. And so, uh, again, and this could be all different types of people, but then all of a sudden you get these people in a room, and then my role is to set maybe the vision, but then also keep people on track of, okay, what's the calendar mm -hmm. like? What are we thinking about in, in season? So again, as, as anything, seasons are a part of life. And so mm -hmm. remembering, hey, mm -hmm. this is going to be a very busy season with people because of the holiday. Let's be really careful here mm -hmm. and, and think about their schedules. That's Let's good. think about, oh, my, right now they're all, at the beginning of the year, they're all thinking about getting better. Right. Maybe we should have an event right. that, that it talks a little bit about that. And so getting strategic around the times of the year and then getting strategic with your team and, and getting the right people in the room, all of a sudden that comes together. And, and again, it does take a little bit of time and you have to set aside time to dream and, and to pray and to plan, but all, but all of a sudden that those things begin to pay dividends. And so I believe with all my heart, God is omnipresent. He is all places at all times. And so God can be in our planning meeting three months out and wow. you know what he, he, god knows that there's a person three months later that's going to need to hear this and so we're talking about it now and you know what god's already at that time right and, and thinking about that person and sees that person and so i get excited about that and say all right we're we're here we're available god speak to us now because you can speak to us whenever and 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 we'll be ready for you so yeah. that's so good yeah. that's so good saying the approach is Lord, not only not only Lord, here I am, send me, but Lord, interrupt my day. Holy yeah, Spirit, yeah. interrupt my day. Yeah, Where yeah. you go, yeah. we will follow. And yeah. I think as a leader, um, you used to talk about developing a team, you yeah. know, serving under yeah. the leadership and all those other components that radically just build up after time. But to come alongside people and recognize, I am not God and yeah. I am not the Holy Spirit, but I want to see you develop. I want to cast yeah. vision. Can we do this together? So let's get in the same room to brainstorm what God wants to do right now, but potentially down the road, three months from now. Like, he's already there. He's already planned it. So, so at this time, we're just going to take a quick break, pause for a couple minutes, and we'll be right back. We're Mike and Josiah Keneally on youngadults.today. And if you do us a favor, wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you would rate, review, and subscribe, as well as share, that will help us reach more leaders with the message of youngadults.today.
I'm getting judged up right now. Welcome back to Young Adults. Today we're here live with Pastor Matt Martinez of Oak Hills Church in Egan, Minnesota. So exciting yep. to have this conversation of next gen ministry mm -hmm. youth. Ministry is vital and it's important. And we also need to understand the importance of young adult ministry. That's the focus of this. But a lot of people, I already can tell, are relating with this message. We're really excited. And we just kind of talked in the first half of serving a lead pastor's vision and yeah. having a vision for youth to transition into college, for college mm -hmm. to transition into young adults, and for young adults to transition into the lifeblood of the church. And so one of the things we know about you, Matt, is you're a team player. Yeah. You're serving your pastor's vision. And tell us the story of this. And what have you learned about being a team player of leading two teams, youth team, young adult team, but also serving the vision of your lead pastor as well? Yeah, uh, it's, you know, I think it's really important to be a, a part of a part of the church it's easy especially if you don't feel support mm -hmm. all the time to kind of mm -hmm. go off and do your own thing if the, if God's calling me to do it I'm going to go for it but uh, I think it's really important you gain a lot of buy-in when you support what the, mm -hmm. the lead pastor is doing you kind of come alongside and say here's what I can do I can bring all these young adults onto what you're doing and to uh, I'm going to do my best help me disciple them in a way that you would like to see you all of your people that are part of your church what do you want them to do I can come alongside and help them become that. And so that's one way that I just try to support what the senior pastor is asking me to do. Mm -hmm. And and that gives a lot of buy-in for what we're trying to do. And it also just connects all of these things. It, in addition to that, it's just really then trying to bring a group of people mm -hmm. around me that feel that same way, but also have a passion for young adults, have a passion for youth and and so a great way to do that is just I try to remind myself that each each person on the team has a place and so they don't all lead like I do they don't mm -hmm. all think like I do they don't all think what I think is funny or or challenging <laughs> but but when all of a sudden we get in a group and a team together that that team becomes more full and more yeah. whole and and it gets and it becomes just a great place where um people are bringing in what their giftings and their passions and and coming alongside this vision and all of right. a sudden um it's not just this singular singular path to this vision but you have all these people coming together and 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 this support and again it's i i'm very aware of what I'm good at and what I'm bad at. And so when I can get people on the team where they're coming and saying, Matt, I got this, I can take this, I'm right. excited about this. And I'm like, dude, take it, please, <laughs> mm -hmm. please, God, it's right? better, it's better <laughs> when you do it. All of a sudden, watching those those people bloom and blossom, it's it's amazing. It, it never fails when, when you watch leaders uh, when they first experience leading someone to Christ or when they yep. help in someone experience God for the first time or the 400th time, how that changes in their face. And so as a leader, when I watch other leaders doing that, I get excited. And so to get other people to experience what I experience, to experience that uh, feeling and that moment, uh, that that is that is what I love to do, and so if I can bring a team together and come alongside that, I am in for that. Yeah, and Pastor Matt, it's obvious that you are a team player. You are an individual that has vision, 
And how, how would you describe or what would you want to share about your vision about Oak Hills um, Young Adults specifically? Is there anything that you'd want to share about that vision? Uh, well, I, I, our vision really is to create authentic relationships with young adults and then have those young adults have an authentic relationship with Christ. That's as yeah. simple, I guess, as it gets for, for what we're trying to do. But a lot of maybe the vision that we've been centering around lately is this idea of uh, hospitality. Mm -hmm. And so uh, in, in our world today and in our culture today, uh, it, it's... It's a little hostile. It's a little challenging at times, and, and it can get a little dangerous when mm -hmm. it comes to uh, people being upset with each other or not agreeing with each other. And if right. we can have uh, a, a place where people can come where each person has dignity, right. each person has, uh, has their place, that frees up people to experience God in a really true way because that is what God mm -hmm. is all about. And that's who God is, is that anyone can come to me and, and they have a place in, in God's family, a place at the table. And so if we can embody that in this kind of culture, I man, I think that's where we stand out. I think that's where, um, that's where people are attracted to the gospel and attracted to who God really is. So that's what we really try to do, and especially as of late, all of our events, all of our groups really centered around that idea. I absolutely love that idea and love that approach because the number one question that Josiah and I get asked in ministry is from young adults is how do I make friends? How do I make lifelong yeah. friendships? Yeah. What does it mean to have a deep, meaningful conversation? And I think as leaders or pastors, we all have a phenomenal opportunity to create an opportunity, yeah. whether it's community we want to feel, whether yeah. it's we want to take them on a you know wild adventure of experiencing the Holy Spirit, because we do live in a day mm -hmm. and age where this next generation they're all about the experience. Yeah. You know yeah. they they want to experience yes. um, love and truth, and you know we want to be able to be pastors that provide that for them, where it's a safe environment where they can build friendships and where they can grow where they're planted yeah. and not experience necessarily the hostile the hostile environment yeah, yeah. but to know yes. that this is a safe place for me yes. to be this is a safe place for me to process yeah. this is a safe place for me to ask questions that maybe I can't ask anywhere else you yeah, know yeah. so I love your guys's vision and how you're approaching that and just creating that opportunity um, for investment you know in so many different ways not only through friendships but through ministry opportunities yeah. as a lead pastor by casting that vision so that is absolutely phenomenal um, I don't know what to say after that but the question I guess I would have for you um, why do you believe that it's important for every church to invest in young adults well I, as, I, as I've said before I mean these are the these young adults that are coming up are the people that are are paying taxes they're creating laws they're teachers they're the pastors are bankers they're, mm -hmm. they're handling all these yeah. they're, they're taking over businesses and mm -hmm. and doctors and, and and so I look at these people and I just think man there's so much potential here of, of who they are and so uh, I think it's so important that we take the time to disciple them mm -hmm. and to take the time to help them connect 
to God and who God truly is and, and how to engage with culture in a meaningful way and engage with people in a meaningful mm-hmm. way. And so if we can do that as the church, we have we have the answer in Jesus uh, and who Jesus truly is, is, is someone that, that meets people right where they are. Yeah. His love meets us right where it is, but then doesn't leave us there. God yeah. loves us enough to not leave us there. And so if we can teach people not only that, that they're loved and that God won't leave them there, but then they can teach others that and say, hey, I love you where you are at, but I, I love you enough to not leave you right there and help mm-hmm. you walk alongside. I mean, that's uh, when we teach people that, when we're teaching young adults that, um, so and good. then all of a sudden our kids, uh, the, the next generation gets those leaders. And, and uh, yeah, that's exciting to me to think about. Love it. This interview, this podcast episode is excellent. And we've reached a point coming towards the end. We do something that we're calling Fast Five. So rapid fire map, we're going to ask you five questions in five minutes. And the first one uh, I'm excited for, tell us about your favorite event that you've ever done for young adult ministry. Ready, set, Okay. (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to go with the latest one. That's the one that I'm thinking about right now. But we just had an event where we had uh, six young adults share a story about an experience that shaped the way that they viewed life or they viewed relationships or they viewed love and so it's it was such a simple concept but to hear the stories the authenticity the the raw emotion at times or to laugh it was powerful and Mm. so then you just get this group of room full of people just listening and processing together and then sharing their own stories Mm -hmm. i mean everyone has a story and and that story is powerful because it is real and so that kind of event really embodied that and that was fun to just be a part of and to witness that's awesome. Well, you already said the word story, so I'm just going to go right off of that. Sure, sure. What is one of your favorite um, stories of life change? Oh, man. We, ha- we had this guy. He came into, speaking of next gen, so he came into our youth ministry as an 18-year-old. Uh, jumped in at this conference that we have over the weekend. It was, uh, it's meant really for new believers, for people to invite their unchurched friends to come and and experience Christ and, and then hopefully receive Christ. Mm-hmm. And so this guy came to this event, received Christ, and uh, it was just, it, it was interesting to me because it was also a life change for me as well mm-hmm. as not just for him. Because when I first, when me and another guy led him to the Lord and and it just felt, I don't know, at least for me, I felt like I failed on a lot of counts to really do my best. Like maybe the, I, maybe I felt like the prayer wasn't good enough or I felt like he didn't, I don't know. I was just something that I thought I should have more control over. I should have done better. But this guy just kept coming and he kept coming week after week. And then all of a sudden he started bringing his family. And so I'm just thinking, well, maybe, I don't know. Is, are, are, are we discipling well enough now? Is he doing it? And all of a sudden he just came up to me one day and just... Uh, he had been praying for something and God answered his prayer and it was, God was like a new thing to him. It was like, God cares about what I care about. And it was a powerful moment where I thought, Mm. here is a guy experiencing God, maybe in spite of me. In, Mm. In spite of all I'm doing, God is still working in this guy's life. And it was powerful to me, just God spoke to me. He's like, hey, if you are obedient to what I've called you to do, then I will do, I will change lives. I will, I, I will uh, change people's hearts. And, and then 
uh, at times allow you to witness that and be a part of that. And so right. that was just a great story for me to just see him now as he's moving on to college and, and on. And, and wow. so, yeah. Wow. And we probably just caught a glimpse of your pastoral heart. Hmm. Will you answer this? Why do you do what hmm. you do, Matt? Uh, easy. Uh, hmm. I, uh, watching people experience God for the first time or the mm-hmm. 400th time is an incredible moment. And so uh, anything that I do, any event, any meeting, any leadership gathering, when I get an opportunity to do that and help people experience God in a new way, I just believe when you have an authentic experience with God, it does right. change things in your life. And it changes how you view things. It changes how you love people. It changes how you walk and talk. And so that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's why I continue to do what I'm doing. It's even in those low moments, this is what keeps me going, you know? Yes. It never gets older. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. lives transformed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Matt, we know that none of us are perfect. This yeah. is our favorite question to yeah. ask because yeah. it's just fun. You never know what's going to come out yeah. of anybody's mouth. So yeah, take a deep breath. Yeah, all right. All right, you're ready. <laughs> Would you go. be willing to share one of your most epic failures that you've experienced in ministry with us, with the viewer, with the listener? And <laughs> sure. you can make us laugh. You sure. can make us cry. It doesn't sure. matter. <laughs> well, you know, you know, I got a lot, but this one keeps com- coming back to me as of late. And it was just... Um, uh, allowing people to speak into my life, into my ministry that didn't, that weren't listening to the Lord. And, mm-hmm. and it, it happened when I was a real young pastor. And I remember, uh, I just kind of look at it as somewhat of a failure on my part. And really, um, I, I wasn't maybe aware or I wasn't really asking God mm-hmm. about the leadership team. And so again, I'm a team player and I love when people contribute, but uh, I really try to prayerfully seek out and, and think about who should be on the team and who should be on this. And so as a young leader, I just, um, I, there was a time where these, this group of leaders, they were just not, uh, not working with me while I was a number of years ago now. And, and I just allowed them to speak and to direct a lot of the ministry mm-hmm. and a lot of the vision and and what it was is that whether I was not aware or whether I thought I could handle it or whether these people weren't um, listening to the Lord I don't know it could have been a combo of that but they they would catch me you know they would catch me like two minutes before the service would start and we'd be like I gotta start in a minute you know and they would be talking away and so eventually I just really looked to um, the seeing those moments of just missed opportunities, um, those moments of missing kind of what God wanted to do because I was allowing myself Mm -hmm. to be distracted, because I was allowing myself. And so I really remembered what Nehemiah did is sometimes Mm -hmm. he literally ran away from those guys trying to meet with them. He'd like hide from them. And so I remember (laughs) doing that, hiding in places like behind Uh, walls. And and, And so I I just did that because because I knew that God wanted Uh. to do something and, and the enemy I was allowing the enemy to distract. And so I look back at that time and, and, I, and I remember finally God getting a hold of me and saying, okay, enough of this. You got to really solely focus on me. Don't allow that dysfunction to dominate. Right. Um, only God can dominate. And Absolutely. So, yeah. So that's where I, I, I look back at those times and think, man, I wish I would have had more courage. I wish I would have had more leadership and more wisdom to, um, 
to really recognize those kind of leaders and then recognize how to lead out of that and how to lead out of the um, conflict and the tension. So, yeah, there's always fun answers yeah. to that question. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Thanks for your transparency. Yeah. And, you know, our hope is that maybe something we share mm-hmm. or that you share yes. would help a young leader yes. not be distracted yep. by yep. the naysayers or not lose focus yeah. and oh, if, yeah. if people can learn from our failures awesome oh yeah awesome oh, yeah. so last question if you could tell a group of <laughs> college pastors young adult ministry leaders one thing what would you leave them with today mm. uh, never underestimate the ex- uh, people experiencing Christ and so uh, you're going to feel uh, in whatever you're setting you're going to feel certain things that you you feel called to do and then you're going to witness so many other churches doing different things to different groups succeeding or failing and and you might be tempted to go off course again you might be tempted from different people that tell you not to do this or not to do that but in your heart you feel like this is the right call and so really listening to the Lord speaking to you and that vision that you have and that passion that you have and uh, again pairing with your authority of course pairing with the church that you are a part of but uh, God has called you to this place for a reason and for a season and so stepping into that and being bold and and really believing that you know when you are obedient to Christ Mm -hmm. that experience that people can have with Jesus um, really makes it meaningful so don't give up don't let people uh, don't let people distract you or don't let distractions get in your way of what God is doing and what and what God wants to do in the young adults of your church and so again you could have one person you could have 10 people you could have a hundred people in your group but God wants to do something and use you for this time and so uh, don't give up don't get discouraged uh, go for it because uh, the Lord wants to do some incredible things so that's what I'm believing simply amazing Pastor Matt we are so thankful for you for your contribution to this team this podcast our listeners our viewers our audience today and uh, so thanks for joining us yeah thank you Since for having me yeah it's been good well you can find out more about Pastor Matt Martinez and Oak Hills Young Adults when you connect with us on our website youngadults.today as well as follow us on our social media platforms across every platform it's just at youngadults.today until next time this is josiah mike Keneally hosting youngadults.today all right until next time i feel alive right now feeling up feeling alive right now yeah i feel alive right now feeling up feeling alive yeah i feel alive Judge up right now, yeah.